begin today the Gemara at the bottom of Daf Ayin Vav Amit Beis, the last line, Amar Abaya. The Gemara before brought two opinions regarding a get, where the husband made a condition and he said, This is your get if I don't, if, if I don't come back for 12 months. And then what happens? He passed away within 12 months. So in our Mishnah it said, she can't be divorced, because the get only takes effect after the 12 months. But he died before, so there's no get after Misa. If he said Me'achshav, so then it means that the get really took effect from before. But if he didn't say Me'achshav, she's not divorced. That's what the Mishnah said. But then the Gemara brought from Abraise that Rabbi Seinu, which is really Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi said the date of the get proves that he meant to be Megadasher now. Whatever Tanai he made means that it's really, once the Tanai happens, it's going to be Megadasher from before. That was the Machlekes before. So now the Gemara brings, clarifies exactly the Lashen of in what case this Machlekes was. Amar so Abaye said, Hakoyal Maidim, everybody would agree, Heiche da Amar. When a husband tells his wife, When the sun is going to come out of, out of its sheath. So this is the middle of the night. He's, tell, or the, he's telling her by, by night. That the, he's giving her to get then. And he says in the morning. But he uses the term, is a very strong lotion. When it comes out, then you'll be divorced. So then, over here, nobody argues. Then it's clear that he's telling her only when the sun comes up, basically. In the morning, that's when she's divorced. So if he died already at night, so then it's too late. In the morning, the get is a get after he died, and she's not divorced. So now she clarifies, even though Abai is saying this marshal of regarding the night and the morning, but Abai means to say the same thing as regarding the example that the Mishnah said. When a person made it night, if I, if I don't come back for 12 months, so if he used over there, that, this similar kind of a lotion, if he said, He didn't say, but he said, means only when I don't come back. So then even Rabbi Yisus will agree that we're not going to say that the date of the star proves that he meant from now. She's only divorced later, and then if he dies before, it's too late. Another case, what's if the husband said, On condition, he used exactly this term of almanas that the sun will come up in the morning. So then, this term, everybody will agree, even the Tanakam and the Mishnah that argued with Rabbi Tan and the Mishnah that argued with Rabbi Yaisi will also agree that the word almanas means that she'll really be divorced from the beginning. When you use the term almanas, that term almanas means that you're saying that the get should be a get from before, from a what is the argument? If he uses the term, I'm giving you this get, and you'll be divorced, if the sun comes up in the morning, or when the sun comes up in the morning, then you'll be divorced. Now, what does this term of im mean? So Rashi says that this is, a really, this is really similar to a lotion that we had in the beginning of the Pedic, where a person gives a get to his wife, and he says, im mati, I'm giving you this get, that it should be a get im mati. What does this lotion of im mati mean? The Gemara said in the beginning of the Pedic that it actually is Shtei L'Shainis Mashma. The word Im, Mati, could mean that he's saying that it should only be a get when he dies. And it could also mean that it should be a get from now when he dies. Not a clear Lashen. That's why in the beginning of the Pedic, the Gemara said that according to the Mishnah, it will depend if he adds the word Mehayim. 
If he's going to add the word Mayayim, then we'll say that he meant to say from now. If he does not add the word Mayayim, we'll say he only meant when he passed away. That's how the Gemara explained it before. So the Gemara says, because this term Immati is not 100% clear, it's actually this case that Rabbi Yaisi and the Tana of our Mishnah argue about. So the price that we brought before holds like Rabbi Yaisi, the Oma that says, and in such a case, Immati, you don't have to add the actual word Mehayim to prove that he meant from now. The date in the Shtar will prove that. It's as if he specified and clearly said the word or It's like he said clearly So the get is Chal already from now. And Mar, and the Mishnah over here did not hold like Rav Yaisi. And So therefore, it's like you said, just Im Mati, when you use over here the term Im Teitse, regarding the, the, the morning, or you said before, Im, uh, he gives you the Get Hareze Kitach, Im Loi Basim Mikan Ad so over there, if you did not add the word Me'achshav, then we say that the Get only takes effect later. So if you died before, she won't be divorced. Why well, is Almanas more clear than the It's a good question. You have to know uh, the Lashainis. Almanas means from now. As I, I mean, that's what it is. Okay, the Gemara goes to the next part of the Mishnah. When a person is not making a condition, but he's speaking to people, telling them to write a get for his wife. Right? So in other words, he's, he's, yeah, he is making a condition, but the condition is not when he's giving the get to his wife, but it's before even the get is being written. And what's the case? So the Mishnah brought two cases. One case was, right? So he, he said first, write, give the get, and then he adds, That's uh, one case. There was also another case in the Mishnah though. The other case in the Mishnah was where the person said, um, second, Kisvu over here, in this case he said first, Kisvu Tnu Get Lishti, and then afterwards he said, Im Loi Mikan. Then he said the time frame, that if I don't come for 12 months. In that case, if you look in the Mishnah, the Mishnah said that the Rav Yaisi says that in such a case, even if the get was written before the 12 months were up, she's divorced. But the, the previous case in the Mishnah was when he started off saying, Im mikan va'ad yud get Then write a get for my wife. Right? So over there, what's the halacha in that case? So it's not clear in the Mishnah if Rabbi Yaisi argues in that case as well. When Rabbi Yaisi says that if the get was written even before the 12 months are up, in that case as well, when he started off saying that it depends on this time frame, you have to wait 12 months, over there, does Rabbi Yaisi also say that you could still write the get before? You just have to give it after? So it's not clear. Here, let's see what the Gemara says. Should we say, Rabbi Yaisi that says in the Mishnah that even though the husband said, write and give, both, after 12 months, but if you wrote it before, and so it's, uh, he gives it after the 12 months, it's okay. So does that mean that, why is Rabbi Yaisi saying this? Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi holds that of getal tonight, even a get that was written and there was a certain condition regarding the writing of the get, kosher. But even if you didn't fulfill the condition, the get will still be kosher. That's what it seems like Rabbi Yaisi is saying, because the husband here made a condition for both the writing and the giving that they should both be after the twelve months. And Rabbi Yaisi says the condition only takes effect for the giving, not for the writing. You can write it before. So according to the Gemara's question now, if this would be true, that would mean that Rabbi Yaisi is arguing on both of the cases that the Mishnah mentioned, whether he starts saying, Kisvu Tnu, 
that you should write the get, and then afterwards he mentioned the time frame of Yud Beis Chaydish, or even in the other way around. If when he says first Yud Beis Chaydish, the time frame, and then afterwards he says Kisut, no, it doesn't make a difference. Yaisi seemingly holds that when it comes to the writing of the get, the tonight doesn't matter. So the Gemara says, Loy, that's not the Pshat and what Rabbi Yaisi is saying. Loy, Lomei Moloch, Pasal. If you don't fulfill a tonight for the writing of a get, it's Pasal. But there are two cases here, and Rabbi Yaisi is only arguing in the second case. The Shani Hacha over here in this case it's different. Because the usual lotion that a person would say when he makes a Tanai is Im Loi Basi. Starts off saying first Im Loi Basi. The time frame if I don't come for 12 months. And then afterwards he says Kisvut Nu. Right to get. If he would say that language, Rabbi Yesu would agree that the Tanai takes effect. And in such a case you must write and give after 12 months. But instead, Vaoma, what did he say? He said first Kisvut Nu. Write the get, give the get, and then afterwards he said, basi, if I don't come. So why did he say first kiss with no? So therefore Rabbi Yaisi says, we understand what he meant. Hachi kama, he meant to say kisvu meyachshav. You have to read it, kisvu kama. So kisvu, give the get, uh, sorry, write the get now. And then utnu imleibasi. And the tnai is only going on the tnu that you give it afterwards. That's the reason why he changed the seder and the way he said it. So Rabbi Yaisi is only arguing in this case when he said first kisvu utnu, and then he said imleibasi. But the Rabbanon, the Rabbanon say, It doesn't make a difference if he said first kiss to Tnu, or he said first the Yud Beis Chaydish. Either way, we know that he wants that both it should be written and given after 12 months. What's if a person makes a Tnai and says, So what does this mean? He tells her, he gives her a get, and he says, If I'm not going to come, Achar. Shavua, you'll be divorced. Now over here, Shavua means the period of seven years, of the Shemitah, right? He says, if I'm not going to come back after Shemitah, so then you're going to be divorced. Now what's this time period of after Shemitah? What is he giving himself? One day after Shemitah? Two days? How long is considered to be that if he does arrive, it's still called after Shemitah? Says the Gemara Shana. This is actually the entire year. The whole year after Shemitah, the year of Hakal, which is the year after Shemitah, is, is all called after Shemitah. So if he comes the last day of the eighth year after Shemitah, so he arrived Achar. What if he said, La Shana, if I don't come after the, after the year, what's called after the year? Chaydish. For one month after that year, he has time to come that it should be considered after the year. La Chaydish, if I don't come after this month, how long is after the month? Shabbos, which is a week. If he, has, he has a week time to come. What if he said, If I don't come after this week, what's considered to be after Shabbos? After this week, my Yosef, Rabzeireh, Kameh, Rabbasi. So Rabzeireh was sitting in front of Rabbasi, or Rabbasi was sitting in front of Rabbasi, and they said as follows, on Sunday, or Trey, Monday, and Tuesday, they're all considered to be still after, following Shabbos. So if he came even up to Tuesday, it's still considered that he came after. But Arbav Chamisha on Wednesday or on Thursday, or Ma'ila Shabbat or on Friday, Erev Shabbos, Kami Shabbat. Those three days are already the days that are related to the following Shabbos before the next Shabbos. This this uh, halacha that's brought over here regarding this condition is also benigay to other halachas, benigay to making avdala. If you didn't make avdala on Shabbos, you can make avdala until uh, Tuesday. Or there's also a dal tereb brings a shachanarech bidi yeved. If a person wasn't mavesedra, so you can be mavesedra until Tuesday. So because it's called lashon of the gemara, it's still called achar shabbata or basa shabbata. Tanya, we learned nabraisa. Rabbi Yaimir Rabbi said laacha haregel. If a person says, if I don't come back until after yom tiv, what's the time period of after regarding a yom tiv? Shloishim yeh. That's thirty days. 
Nafik Rabchia. So Rabchia went out and Darsha Mishmei the Rebbe, and he said this over in the name of Rebbe, Vikosua. When he said it, Tafka in the name of Rebbe, so they praised, they, they said, yeah, this is, you repeated this correctly. Rebbe is the one that holds this. But then Mishmei the Rabbim, when he repeated this, that it's 30 days after the Yomtev, that's called Acha HaYomtev, and he repeated it not only in the name of Rebbe, but he said that many hold this way, then Voloi Kalsua. They did not praise. They said, no, this is not true. Not everybody holds this. So the Gemara says, what do we see from this? Alma less Hilchas What we see is that we do not paskin like the statement of Rebbe, and that's why they didn't want him to repeat it in the name of the Rabbim, because we don't paskin this way. So it's not clear, though, in the Gemara, if it's not 30 days after the Yom Tif, so how long is, is Achar Yom Tif? What's, what's the time frame? The Gemara doesn't say. There's a discussion in the Rishayim about it. Some Rishayim say that it's 15 days after the Yom Tif. Hadron Aloch Misha Achsai. This is the conclusion of the seventh Pedic of Mesechta Gitten. Okay, begin the, the eighth Pedic of the Mesechta. And here, this Pedic is going to discuss the Halachis of the giving of the Get. Right, so we had a very long ariches over here that discussed the union of shlichus of a get, and within that there was a lot of different things that got involved, side subjects as well, all kinds of takonis of chachamim, not only regarding gittin, but now we come back to a very fundamental point regarding a get, which is the venosan, venosan biyada, the nisina of the get. person threw the get to his wife, and she is in her house, and she's there in her courtyard. So what kind of a house or courtyard are we talking about that belongs to her when she's married? So Rashi says that this is from the Nikhsei Muluk. These are Nikhsei Muluk, the properties that the wife brings into the marriage, that still belong to her even after they're married. The guf of the karka, the actual karka is hers, but the husband is the one that eats and takes from the paytas. He uses all the produce for himself. So that's, but that's called Beisa and Chatzeira. So the get was thrown into her property, so she's divorced. Meaning the get doesn't have to be placed into her hand, it can be put into a courtyard of hers or a, a, a space that belongs to her. If he threw the get to his wife, and this is in the husband's house or the husband's courtyard, even if he threw her the get, and the get is with her, with his wife in her bed. So it seems like it's sort of in her private place that he's giving it to her. She's not divorced because the get did not come into her place. It's the husband, it's, it's, it's a place that belongs to the husband. If he threw the get into her lap or into her basket, then she will be divorced. And the Gemara will explain that this is even if this is in his house, even though this basket is yet yeah, the basket is sort of her little chutzer, but that, that's in his all. She's still standing in his house. Still, she's going to be divorced. And the Gemara will explain this. Both of them, though. Huh? It's both of them. Though. What? What do you mean both? Um. Cheiko and yeah. Kalsa, yeah, both of them. She's she's in his house and still she's divorced. Well, okay, we'll see. Let let's we'll see. The Gemara will explain this. Now today we'll learn it Mitzvah Shem tomorrow. Talk to Gemara Minon Emili. From where do I know this Allah that you don't have to give the get directly into the wife's hand? It says in the Torah, "Venosan biyada." So the Tan Rabbanu we learned Nabraisa Venosan biyada. When the Torah says you have to give the get into her hands, only Yale yada. So I would think it's only her hands. Gaga, chatzera, a rooftop, a courtyard, karfifa, another space that's enclosed that she owns. Minayin, how do I know that that's also good, that it's like yoda? Tamad loimar, so we learn out because it says vinosan, when it says in the word, in the Pasuk, in the beginning, vinosan, we read that separately. Mikol that you have to give it to her, into her domain, wherever it may be. 
So now she says the reason we're dashing the word Venosan separately is is because the Pasik could have written Ubiyada Yitneno, starting off with Biyada, that it has to be placed into her hands. Then I would say that it must be in her hands. Because it starts off with Venosan, and then it adds the condition of Biyada, I also read Venosan separately. That it's that it's put into her hands. That's Rashi's Pshat. Other Rishanim argue with this, but that's how Rashi says the limud is. This is the Makar over here regarding a get. We learned a similar halacha by a person that steals, and when he has the geneva, so he's chayef to pay back, and he has to pay double. So we learned by ganev yodoi. So by ganev it says If the geneva is found in his hand, he has to pay kefil double. So this is only if it's found in his hand. A rooftop, a courtyard, or another space that's enclosed. How do we know that he's chayef then as well? Tamad loimar He uses the double term. If it was found, that means in any of his um, domains. So we have the halacha by a get and the halacha by a ganav. Says the Gemara, Utsricha, the Torah has to teach me this halacha both by the get and by the ganav. They can't be learned out from each other. The Yashmin and get, if the Torah would tell me that by the get it doesn't have to be only her hand, it could be the chotzer as well. I would say the reason is, Mishnah <coughs> Because by a get, he can divorce her by giving her the get even against her will. Avogadav the lesser balkarche, but by a ganav, since you can't give, there's no such a thing of balkarche. There's no geneva balkarche. The geneva is that the person goes and steals willingly. So I would say that maybe over there the geneva is only that he's kind it in his hands, not in a chotzer. So the svar of the gemara here regarding balkarche. So there's different pshatim of this. Some say that the idea of balkarche means that you don't need the das of the isha. So same thing is also, just like, when you, just like when you put it into her hands, it's against her will, you don't need her, her consent. So I would say, a chatzah is good too. A chatzah has no das, but so what? You don't need anyone's das. That's one of the pshatim that Achrayim say for this. But by geneve, you, you need the das of the ganav to be a ganav. So therefore maybe over there, chatzah doesn't work. On the other hand, I would say this halacha by ganav, I would say maybe by Geneva, the reason why your chotzer could be the Ganev, if it's found in the, in the chotzer of the Ganev, so he'll be a Ganev. The reason is because by a Ganev, the Torah wants to expand the idea of how the Geneva happens, not only in his hand, but also in his chotzer, because it's a knas, the Torah wants him to pay double. Right, now here Rashi adds to this, when he gave it to the Geneva, that it, has to, it means that it was in his chotzer, and the Ganev locked the door on the chotzer in order to, to keep it there, right? So this is a famous Rashi, the Ketais points out, what Rashi is saying over here is that the Ganev has to do a certain Maise in order to be a Ganev. Just the fact that it's in his Chatzar and he leaves it there and he doesn't allow someone to come in is not good enough. He has to do a Maise to lock the door, then he's a Ganev. Okay, but maybe I would say that by a Ganev we expand this to Chatzar as well because of a Knas. That's what the Torah wants. I will get a Meloi, but by a Get, maybe the Torah wants very specifically that the, that the Get should go Dafka into her hands. So therefore the Torah has to say that by get as well, it could be in her chatzah. Okay, now the Gemara goes back to the halacha that it said in the Mishnah, that the husband threw it into his wife's chatzah. And again, what are we talking about? It's her chatzah because it's a property of Nechsei Meluk, which she owns, but the husband is the one that is, is practically taking everything from this chatzah. All the peris are his. So Frek the Gemara, chatzera, you're saying that he threw it into her chatzah, but why do we consider this to be her chatzah? Whatever a wife owns, the husband owns. And Rashi says, this includes even over here regarding the Nechsei Meluk, because since all the paytas go to the husband, so the get that comes into this chatzah never really left the husband's place, because this is the place where the husband's there all the time, and he takes everything for himself. 
So it's a big discussion in Rishayim about here, this question of the Gemara, because the goof of the Karka itself does belong to her. But this, this almost could be compared to a case where you have a property that someone owns and he rented it out to someone else. So the Seicher is living there. So if the Seicher is living there, the Chatzah belongs to the renter. So over here, the husband is the one that's using this Karka. And the Gemara says that's enough of a reason to say that really this Chatzah belongs to the husband, not to the, not to the Isha. So why, why should she be kind of the get? Amar answers, the case over here is, because of law, He wrote to her, that this karka that you're bringing into the marriage, in the chasimir, I have no, dinadvarim, I have nothing to do with it. It's completely yours. That's what he wrote to her. So therefore, that's her chatzah completely. If he writes her this, how does that help? Vatanya, we learn the Braisa, a person says to his friend, Din Udvarim Aimli Al Sadizu. I have nothing to do with, with this property over here. He has a sada that he has a partnership with him. And they own it together. And he writes to his friend, I you know, I, I make up with you that I re, I give away my part. I have nothing to do with this. Only man, I have no occupation with this, my hands are removed from this. That, that it's nothing, it's just words. If you want to give away, you have to make an actual proper kinya. You can't just say these words, it doesn't do anything. So over here, what does it mean that the husband told her that it doesn't it doesn't help anything? Okay, now Taisu Sefer here points out right away, so the Gemara could have just very simply answered this question to say that the husband did make a proper Kenyan. He made a proper Kenyan and gave it to his wife. Okay, but the Gemara continues to explain, even without a proper Kenyan, based on a Gemara in another place, in Ksubis, that it could be that sometimes you say, does work. So Amri Debe Rabyanai, and the Yeshiva of Rabyanai, they explained, the Kais of Law, Va'oida Arusa. If the husband writes this to his wife, that I have nothing to do with your nechassim that you're bringing into the marriage, if she's still an arusa, then it does work. When does the husband get the rights over his wife's properties? Only after he's fully married, nesuin. In the time of Edison, after the first stage of marriage, he still doesn't have any kinyan. So if he's saying this before he would have gotten the kinyan, then he could say that the kinyan that I would get, I don't want. I don't want to get this kinyan. So he, could, he can express his will that he doesn't want it, and he won't get it. Even though Chachamah were misakin, that once she gets married, he automatically is kind of everything from his wife. But if he says in advance that he doesn't want, then so that, that takon of Chacham does not take effect. Where do we see such a concept that a person could decide and say that he doesn't want the takon of Chacham to take effect? Like what Afkahana said, Afkahana said, an inheritance that comes to a person from another place. Now, from another place means that this is not a regular inheritance, Menatayre. But this is Midrabanon, that there's some kind of inheritance that Chachamim instituted that he should get. So, a person can make a condition and say in advance, I'm not interested in this. Since it's only Midrabanon, he can say he doesn't want it. Now, what's the reason for this? As Rav explained, a person that says that I'm not interested in what Chachamim instituted for my, for my good. Like this, and the Gemara will soon say regarding what Rabbi said, we, we listen to him. So over here as well, if it was a Yerusha Menatayre, you can't say that. Menatayre, you get it automatically. But if it's Sintas Midrabanon, and over here as well, the fact that a husband gets the properties of his wife is a in this. So in the time of Edison, he could say, I don't want it, I don't need it. Now, my Kagoinzu, where did Rabbi say that a person could <coughs> refuse to accept the Takana of Chachamim? It's like what Ravon Amarav had said. A wife could say to her husband, I don't need you to feed me. And the work that I do, my income, will not go to you. 
because the whole takana that she gets mezainis was all for her benefit. Chacham were concerned that if a, a wife should not, not want necessarily have enough income to feed herself, so the husband should feed her. And then in exchange, so the husband shouldn't be upset, they said that she should give her income to the husband. But if she says, I don't need this deal, I, I can take care of myself, so then she can say that she doesn't want the takana of the Chacham. Now the Gemara brings another answer on the original question we asked. How could she be kind of her get in her chatzar if her chatzar, whatever she owns, automatically the husband has ownership over it? Rav Omar, Rav says, Otu, Yoda, you can ask the same question regarding when the husband places the get in her hand. So her hand itself, doesn't the husband have a kinyan over the hand of his wife? Now, the Gemara will soon explain exactly what that means. I mean, the husband does not have a kinyan over his wife's hand. Okay, but this is what Rav says right now. So the question is, how could she be kind of her get in her hand if her hand belongs to her husband? Ella, the answer over there is, Gita v'yada ba'in ke'echad. Simultaneously it happens. The moment she gets her get, so now that she's divorced through this get, so she gets the independence of her hand with this get that she gets into it, and therefore she could receive it for herself. So the same thing also. The fact that the get is being given to her in her chatzar at the very same moment that the chatzar is becoming hers, because now that she's divorced, at that very same moment, she, that, that chatzar is hers to receive this get. Okay, this answer of the Gemara is, is, is not so easy to understand. When you learn the answer of the Gemara of the Pashtas, the, the question still remains a question. Because you still need first that she should be kind of her chatzar, and then she can be kind of the get and her chatzar to be divorced. How could you say that it's the get that causes at the same moment that the chatzar should become hers, and then she's kind of the get through the chatzar, but the chatzar is not hers yet. How, how could it be ke'echad? So there's a lot of achreinim that speak about this. There's a famous ketzeis that says that the pshat in this gemara is that mikan rayet, that when it comes to a get, the isha that receives the get from her husband, is not like by a Kenyan, where you have to be kind of it in order to be divorced. It doesn't say in the, in the Torah that a husband has to be makna, he has to sell a Kenyan of the get to his wife. It says you have to give. Giving is a different thing. Giving is without the proper seder of a Kenyan. If it was a Kenyan, so then first the chatzah has to be hers, and then the get, you can be kind of it in that chatzah. When the Torah says nesina, the Gemara is saying that this qualifies for Nesina. Nesina means if at the same moment, the point of the get is to make her independent, and you're putting it into her chatzar, and at that moment, she's becoming divorced, and the chatzar then becomes hers, it could happen at the same moment. It qualifies for Nesina. Even if for other Kenyanim, it wouldn't work. That's the Ketzeis' Hezber. Okay. So the Gemara says, Vaiter, and this... Now the Gemara goes back to the question that I pointed out before, in what Rav said regarding the hand of the wife. Rav said this, his proof was because he had a problem with the hand of a wife. How could you be even kind of to get in her own hands if it belongs to the husband? So how could that be? Why, why does he have a problem with the hand? The husband doesn't own the physical hand of the wife. He, the True, the husband owns the wife for the income, for the work that she works with her hands. But does the husband own the actual physical hand of the wife? So what's the problem here? So Rav answers, you're right. The question, the raya of Rav wasn't from the hand of a wife. It was from the hand of an Eved, Eved Kanani. His question was regarding the hand of an Eved. How could he receive a star to become free? 
According to the opinion that says, that an Evid could become free when his master gives him a star to free him, and he could receive that star in his own hands, over here, the master does own the, the body of the Evid like a piece of property, and he owns his physical hand. So how could he receive his own star to be free? So over there we say that his get or his star, he's kind of together with his hand at the same time, and he comes in and becomes free. So here as well we say regarding a chatzer that it happens at the same time. So here the Gemara brings the story that happened, and as we'll see, this is the story where Rav originally had said his chiddush. There was a person that was very ill. So he wrote a get for his wife. And it was late Friday afternoon. And he didn't get a chance to give the get before Shabbos. Tomorrow on Shabbos, so he became very ill and he was afraid that he's going to pass away and he's not going to get a chance to give her the get. Now what's the problem? The problem is that he can't give her the get on Shabbos. And Rashi here says, there's different opinions in Rishonim about this. Rashi says the issue is that the get is mukta, So he can't give the get to his wife. So what are you going to do? So they came to Rava, and Rava said, you don't have to touch the get. You can give her the get without touching it. How? Zilu Amrule, Golta the husband, Likni Nehela, Lahuduchted Yosef Begitta, let him make a Kenyan for his wife that she should be kind of that space where the get is sitting on. He should say that he's giving it to her. And Vetezel Iu, Ihi, and the wife will go and actually make a Kenyan on that space. And how? Vetechad, Vetiftach, she'll lock the door of that space or open the door of that space. Vetachsikpe. And that's a Chazaka. Why? Where do we see that locking a door is a chazake? The Shainim discuss why the Gemara says both. Locking, opening, do you actually need both? Okay, be it as it may. So here we see the, the Mishnah that says, When a person wants to be machzik in a piece of land, what is chazake? Whether you lock or you godar, you, you close up the breach in a fence, or parats, the opposite, you, you make a breach, you open up a fence that was closed, kolshu, even just a little bit, this is a chazake. So therefore, he was saying that you can get, you can make a, a kinyan here for your wife, and she'll be kind of the get in this place. How? Now she actually says that she'll be kind of the get with kinyan agav. There's a halacha regarding a property. When you make a kinyan on a property, the metaltalin that's inside get acquired to you agav together with the karka. That's what Rashi says. Other rishonim say that it's like what we said before, kinyan chotzer. But for some reason, Rashi says kinyan agav. There's a big discussion about it. There's another thing that the Rishayim bring up is that it's very hard to understand here this Gemara. The issue that they had with giving the get on Shabbos was Muktza, which was the Ismid Rabbanon. Instead, what does Rav advise to do? To go make a Kenyan for her, she should be able to be Kaina. Making a Kenyan on Shabbos is also Ismid Rabbanon. So how, what, what, why is it better to make this Kenyan and be over on the Issa of, of Midrabanon, of making a Kenyan on Shabbos, than the Issa of Muktza? So there's also a lot of answers in the Rishonim about this. One of the answers is that by Muktze, it's more noticeable that you're being over Ism Rabbanon. You're actually touching and moving something, which is Muktze. But when it comes to making the Kenyan, as, as he spelled out here, all you have to do is open the door, lock the door. It just looks like she's coming in and out. So it's not an Ism Rabbanon where you, where you see that she's being over Ism Rabbanon. So therefore, he, he said that this, this is the way it should be done. But on this, Avilish asks Rav about this. How does this help? How does it help that the husband sells her this place that where the get is on? Whatever the wife owns, the husband owns, so it doesn't help at all. So Ichsif, when this question was asked to Rav, so Rav was embarrassed. He says he, he, he doesn't work. He got it. But Igli Milse, 
In the end, it turned out the Arusa Havoy. She wasn't even married yet. It was fully, that is. It was only the first stage of marriage, Edison. Now, in such a case, also Omar Rav, Rav said, If it was says regarding a Nesua, when she's fully married, over there, whatever she owns goes to the husband. The same, do you think the same applies by a Nesua, that whatever she owns goes to the husband? It doesn't go to the husband. So therefore, over here, so, so she's, she, she's kind of this space, and she becomes divorced. But then, then Rav came back, and he said that I was right in the beginning, even if she was fully married, and the husband is giving her this space, he's selling her this space where the get is on, she could be divorced by this. Doesn't make a difference if she's a Rusa or Nesua. Even after Nesua, where the husband does acquire whatever the wife owns, when the husband sells her that Chatzar, so at the very same moment that he's selling her the Chatzar, so because she's kind of the get now, at that moment that she, it's not really a Kenyan, as I said before, if you learn like the Kitsais, it's not a Kenyan, she's getting the get, so she gets the Chatzar as well at the very same moment, so it's hers. She got the get, and she's divorced. So now the Gemara asks, Didn't we have before that Rav said this for the Pshat in our Mishnah? So Rav already said this before. Why is it saying that Rav first said a different Pshat and then Rav retracted from what he said? Says the Gemara, no, no, no. This is where Rav said it. Ki Amra Rav Amra. Here is where Rav said his Chiddush, uh, this concept of Gita V'chatzayi Rebon And then we applied it to the Mishnah as well. But this is originally where Rav said it. Okay, then the Mishnah said, Vihi B'toich Beisa. Yeah, what, what? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Arusa is a full ish. Vihi B'toich Beisa, so the get was given to her in her house. And the Mishnah said that she's in the house. Ama'ule, Ule says, V'hu sh'aymedes b'tzad beiso b'tzad chatzere. When it said that she's kind of the get in her chatzere, she has to be standing there, on the side of her chatzere. So here, the Gemara uses the term tzad beiso, and the Mishnah uses the term b'toich beiso. There's a discussion in Rishonim about that, if she has to be on the side, or mamish inside. But Rabbi Ishi, Omar, Rabbi Ishi says, no, she doesn't even have to be there at all. Afili hi b'tveria v'chatzere b'tzipayri. Even if she's in tveria and her chatzere is in tzipayri, or hi b'tzipayri v'chatzere b'tveria, Megadash will be divorced. She doesn't have to be near there. The Mishnah clearly says that she has to be in her chatzar or in her house when she's receiving the get. So he answers, What the Mishnah is saying is, That if she gets the get in her house or in her courtyard, it's as if she's standing there. The in the because the, the chatzar is being protected, it has a fence around it, it has the, house, the walls of the house around it, and it's being protected for her das. She's, it's her domain and no one else is going to come here. So therefore it's as if she's standing there. So all you need is that it should be a chatzar mishtameres. So whether she's there or she's not there, it's, gonna, it's, it's the same thing, it's mishtameres. Mishtameres means that it's guarded for her, it's protected and guarded for her. Right? But, but uh, Ula holds, the point is not just Mishtameres. You actually need her to stand there. She has to know that the get is being placed now into her chatzah. You need Midaita. She has to be actually standing there. Says the Gemara, Leim Ibaka Mifligi, shall we say that the Machloikas of Ula and Rabbi Ishi is based on the following. The Marsovar Chatzar Mishum Yodas, Rabbi. The opinion that says that she has to be actually standing there and she has to be mamish midaito, she has to know that the get is being placed into her rishos, is because we learn chatzer from yad, we compare chatzer to a hand. And just like a hand, she is, is right near her, the hand, the hand is in her body, by, by her body, so to the chatzer, it has to be like an extension of her, she has to be there. 
But a Marsova, Chotzer Mishum Shlichus is Raboi. But Raboi Shia holds that Chotzer works like Shlichus, just like Shlichus. You send a Shliach far away to do something, and you don't, you not, you don't have to be near there. So too, the Kenyan of a Chotzer has also the Chiddush of Shlichus in it that you don't have to be near there. So the Gemara says, Loi, that's not the Pshat. The Kula Alma Chotzer Mishum Yad is Raboi. Everybody says that the way Chotzer works is similar to a Yad. But the question though is, how do we compare it to a Yad? So the first opinion here is that we compare it to the Yad. This is Ola. So he says, Just like the hand has to be right near you. So you have to be near the Chatzar. But Rabbi Yishi says, if you're going to compare to a Yad so literally, so then you're going to say, Just like the hand is part of her body, it's connected to her. So too, you're going to say that the Chatzar is connected to her. It's not. Ela, the comparison to Yad is not in that sense. The comparison to a Yad is just in this sense that it's Mishtameres Ladaita, that it's being guarded by, for her. Once it's in her hands, she has it and no one's taking it away from her. Similar, over here, when it's in the Chatzar, everybody knows that it's guarded for her, so that's, the, that's, that's enough that it should be like a Yad. And therefore, only if it's a Chatzar that is open without a fence and it's, it's not Mishlameres Ladaita, then she won't be divorced. But otherwise, she doesn't have to be standing there. There was a story with a person, the Zorik Lagitel He threw a get to his wife, have a kaim of a Chatzar, and his wife was standing in a Chatzar. The get went and rolled and fell onto a piece of wood. Omer Rav Yosef, so Rav Yosef says, is she divorced or not? So we have to see. Chazinam, we have to see. If this board of wood that it fell on is in the size of four amas by four amas, so then polyglot is shusel So then this board of wood is a reshus for itself, and she's not divorced. But v'iloi, if it does not have the space of four amas for itself, so then. So then it's one rishos and she will be divorced. So the Gemara right away asks, what are we talking about over here? In whose chatzar is she standing? If she's standing in her chatzar, and there in her chatzar there's a piece of wood that the get falls on, if that piece of wood, the board of wood is, is, has a space of four amis, why, why would that matter? It's, but it's all in her chatzar, so that space of four amis is also hers. So it must be that she was standing in his chatzar, and there there's this board of wood. So if so, if this board of wood is not four amas wide, why then should she be divorced? If they get this, is isn't her husband's chatzar, it's not in her chatzar at all. And to the Gemara, the case over here is, the Oishla Mokin, that she's standing in the husband's chatzar, but the husband gave her, he lent her the rights to use that space in this chatzar. He says, I'm giving you one space here, this space to use. So now, he only gave her one space. The Chad Mokim Moishli Inchi, when he says, I'm giving you this space, we know that he meant one space, but he didn't mean to say that this space and another space. So therefore, what we say is, that if this board of wood is less than four Amis, it's not a space for itself. So that's part of the space that the husband gave her to use, and she's divorced. Right, so from here you see in the Gemara that if she gets a lent from the husband this space, it's enough to be her space to be kind of, or to get to get. But if it has four amas for itself, it's not the space that the husband gave her. adds, This that we say that it depends if it's four amas by four amas or not, that's if it's not ten tefachim tall. If it was already ten tefachim tall, this piece of wood, then even if it's not four by four amas, 
but it's still, because of its height, it's a space for itself, and that's, she's not kind of this. And another point, if this piece of wood is just a simple piece of board of wood, that's it, but it doesn't have any other unique name to it. If it has another unique name to it, it's a special piece of wood that's used for something and it has another special name for it, then even if it's not tall, ten tfachim, or it's not wide, four by four amas, it's, it's, it's significant for itself, and it's not the space that the husband gave her, and she won't be divorced. Thank you.